Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I'm joined in studio by Sharon McNamara, broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. Hello, Sharon. Hello, hello. Hello. Um, I, I will admit that every single time I say, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable, I look at our little sign as if I've never said it before, <laughs> so I don't get our, our show name wrong. Um, it's just, I do it every time, and then I think about it after every single yeah, time. So I thought I'd say it out loud, so hopefully I can stop that. Yeah. I know, um, well, I know we've been doing this for know, a long time. You know, you've got this down. You know how to do all this. Yeah. And I know we have Tim in the studio. Good morning, Tim. Good how morning. I, it's Melissa, I hear you reading the sign. Make sure you get it right. I, if, I, if it was me, I'd be doing the same thing. So no shame in that. No. <laughs> I know. And What's we the show again? Oh, oh, it's right there. Yeah, oh, where yeah. am I? Yeah. I said to Sharon, I called Sharon earlier and I go, wait, where am I? I was standing in the office. <laughs> oh, oh boy. <laughs> I, my, oh. my brain has been mush lately. Yeah, yeah. well, you've been a little busy. So I've been a little right. busy. Yeah. That is so yeah. true, Tim. It is, it is. <laughs> and it's a busy time of year, but it's mm-hmm. the most magical time, time of the year. We'll, we'll save we'll yeah. save the ears of all of wonderful our Sorry, guys. The wonderful, yeah. Wonderful. It's the wonderful, yeah. wonderful yeah. moment. Yeah. Maybe you can play that later for us. But Tim, how yeah, I missed you so. I missed you too. Yeah, I haven't been around. It's like uh, Melissa's been taking care of the studio. and Although Mrs. Uh, Grady's done a nice job uh, being co-host. Yeah. She is. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks, yeah. Tim. Yeah. She just takes over for me. She's yeah, she so does. She it. really does. I've, yeah. been, I've been bamboozled into doing all of the shows. <laughs> Hey, listen, I needed a break. I'm yeah. getting old. It's been a year. It's been a year. But I was the one who mm-hmm. said, oh, I, I'm, I'm getting Tracy. I'm getting this person. I'm getting yeah. this person. So. But I love having done the Tuesday nights and, you know. Yeah. Tuesday nights with one of our agents from mm-hmm. Boston Connect Real Estate, which is really nice. Yeah. We like to showcase them and show the value that they can give as well. Um, and then last Saturday, we opted last minute to do a replay because we had our office party last Friday. So. Yeah, we had our office party last oh, Friday. Oh, yeah. Recovery I mean, overnight for the morning show. Mm, yeah. not, not so much. Well, not so much. I, I think it was like the day 
day before or maybe two days before, we were like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> what are we thinking? Right. What were yeah. we thinking? <laughs> it's just, you know what it is. It's a lot of work. And I will tell you, I didn't do much of it at all. Uh, Melissa and Julia did everything and it came out beautiful. It was wonderful. We had a great time, but... You know, I have been struggling with some headaches, hmm. and I had such a headache. I woke up with it that morning, and it was really hard to get back to sleep. Uh, not to back to sleep. It was really hard to get rid of it the whole day, yeah. so I didn't feel good. And you know what? I'm, I want to know if a doctor is listening, because I don't know if I need to go to a doctor. I have a bloody nose every single morning, and it took me 15 minutes to stop my bloody nose this do, morning. Do you have a humidifier going in your house? I don't, but I have forced hot water, so like mm. it isn't dry heat. It's mm. just this thing. So, okay. and I feel like I have a sinus infection, so I should oh. I should probably yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I good. just I know sometimes it happens to me. You get the heat going and it dries out, and yeah, yeah. there you go, and that's the end of it. So, yeah. you know, you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable and everything about getting bloody noses. <laughs> My mother texted me and said, tell her to go to the doctor. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I will, Mom. I will. Um, so this morning um, on our show, I, um, I'm hoping that some people, I have a couple people who have joined us, and I know at least one of them is from Florida. One of them is from Long Island. Uh, and I just like to say Long Island. And uh, they are two of the most lovely people that I know. Uh, they are friends of mine, and um, I've never met them in person but I consider them friends. Um, (laughs) It's like going back in the MySpace days. It's like you have all these friends online. You know I don't know what that is. I know. (laughs) You can ask your daughters. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. um, So, we were going to talk about snowbirding and this was going to be our topic last week and it just seemed very relative to what happened in our weather last week. Last Wednesday, we got some snow, which was, I will admit, it's really pretty to look at, but then, you know, by the time February comes, it's like enough, right? Yeah. It's like enough is enough. It's just yeah, boof. and um, and white like the snow is nice when it's like nice and white and fluffy and it lo- everything looks really pretty. But then like my dogs trample all over it, and I was that mom by the way that like. Mm-hmm. I would say to my kids, like, oh, like, play on this side of the yard. So, like, when I look out the window, it was always nice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. I know. That's probably... I gave them a terrible childhood. No, I didn't. No. I was you a good didn't. Mom. I was a good mom. So, um, so again, I, I do want to let you know that I have Mia Zoll uh, with us. Th- and you know what? Um, I have to... I think that they can talk right now. So, Mia, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, Sharon. I can hear you. Good morning. Good morning. I have to tell all of my listeners, Mia is, I hear her name. Did you just see me like light up? Mm -hmm. Like she's just one of those people that, um, so like, you know, like I pick up different words when people talk, right? I think you knew that about me, right? There's certain things. Mm -hmm. So like there's certain things about certain people and Mia just like, she makes me have like a joyous heart. Like she's just always so joyful and just, she's just a wonderful person. So Mia, can you tell everybody, tell our listeners. So again, we're live on the uh, WATD here in Marshfield, Massachusetts. Our office is in Pembroke, but here we are on the South coast and we have, um, a south, we're actually South Shore. I'm having a hard time talking today. Um, so we have a lot of people in our area that like to snowbird. So they have said, I've had enough of the snow, even though it looked really pretty, but I am packing it up and I'm going down south and I'm going to stay down there for, well, first they'll say a couple months, but then it ends up being like six months in one day for tax purposes, right? So Mia, can you tell all my listeners a little bit about you, what your name is, where the area is that you serve and everything about you in the industry? And you can also talk about Bailey. Oh, thank you. First, Sharon, you make me cry. I love you. You're great. Oh, just 
You are one of the smartest realtors. Uh, I just hear you talk, and it's like, wow, if I was over there, I would be in her team. I would be Aww. with her. So yes. anyway, my name is Mia Zoll, and I've been a realtor for 37 years before the dinosaurs walked, and I've sold in four states. But I'm in Fort Lauderdale, uh, Florida, and I serve all the surrounding uh you know, areas. I go down to Miami. I go up to Boca. But um, this is a, a great snowbird area. And um, let me see. Uh, let me. I had a office party. Um, let me see. on Thursday when you had yours. I think Sharon. Mm-hmm. Last um, Friday we had us. Yeah. Oh, we had a Thursday. Yeah. Anyway, um, I drove past the beach, and this was like at twelve o'clock. Um, and, and it's really breezy here, but it was still warm and wonderful. So it's great. You can go to the beach and, um, what else? I just, I walk on the golf course every day and there's tons of places for snowbirds to rent for a a half a year. There's Airbnbs and there are, um, there's all kinds of little condos that you can get. Um, they're more than, you know, maybe 200 to 50. It all depends if you want a one bedroom or whatever. But then there's great, great big houses also. But there's so much to do down here. Um, you can go boating, there's parks, um, all kinds of things to do with the kids. So, mm-hmm. What other things can I tell you? Let me ask you this, Mia. So um, with the people that you see coming down, you know, that are snowboarding, so to speak, um, and just people, because you mentioned Airbnbs and you mentioned rentals. So I have a couple questions for you. And if anybody else uh, um, on our clubhouse room, if you want to chime in, and I know some of you, like we have my friend Anna, who is here from Pennsylvania, and Megan, you're from Long Island. So you may be in the same situation that Melissa and I are in up here, where we see people who have just basically had it with the weather and they want to move that way. So feel free, anybody who's on stage with me in clubhouse right now, it's just feel free to jump in when you feel the need. But Mia, one of my questions for you is are you seeing a certain you know demographic from a certain state that ends up on because you're on the east coast of florida right so i'm wondering um and i'm really hoping that some of our friends that are on the west coast of florida and in the middle so i I was hoping and if some of my mods up there could help me maybe like invite like rue and people from different parts and you know warmer climates um do you see like a certain state that like, I know I visit my brother-in-law in Fort Myers. I feel like I'm in Boston. Like, I just feel like everybody from Boston goes to Fort Myers. So is there a certain area that you see that sort of migrates that way? Um, I see people actually from, you know, the South America. Um, I, I see people, um, come from the midwest they'll come from like ohio and um, a lot of people from new york um but a lot of times they just want to spend like a half a year here and they close everything up and they come down there's people from canada and um you know a lot of times they'll just do it for half the year but there's a mixture of people on the east side when or on yeah on the west side because I did live in Sarasota and I love it. Um, there were 
a lot of more mis- Midwestern. So I think that's funny. You think it's like Boston. Um, and it could be Fort Myers, could be a little bit more Boston or East Coast. But yeah, there's a lot of people from the East Coast also. I take that back. Um, so I, I actually went to college in Florida and, um, so I was one of those people, I I wasn't a retiree, so I wasn't snowboarding, but I was one of those people that were like, I cannot deal with the winter weather anymore. I grew up in Massachusetts all over. And I was like, I want, when it was time to go to college, I said, I'm going to Florida. I I don't want to deal with as somebody who actually doesn't like the sun. (laughs) I still decided to go to Florida. Um, I came back clearly. but, but that changed though, because now we found you a sunscreen that doesn't. Yeah, when I go on Sharon's boat, I have my own little sun protector <laughs> on her boat, so they call it Mel's screen. Um, but yeah, so you know, it, it's it's not just retirees and stuff that are you know going to your area or any of the warmer area. It's also you know uh, people going for schooling, people going for work, and all that stuff. But I Absolutely feel like not. now that people can do things remotely. There are people that are moving down here. They always wanted to. Yeah, but that's a great point. Jobs. Yes, and that we get a lot of those too. Yeah, that that is a great point because um, I know people who you know work from home and um, you know they or or they work remotely and I'm always seeing them like traveling and doing all these things. And I'm like, how do you do all that? But it's like they're they're finally being able to like sort of live the dream that they wanted to do and you know travel and still be able to work, which is great. Um, but yeah, obviously Florida is uh, warmer weather than what we're used to. But um, you know, Sharon, you. You've had uh, quite a few clients um, recently in the yeah. past couple of years that have decided to snowboard. But before we move on with, with snow, yeah. like with that, okay, you got really excited there. Like I got nervous. Like is the, no, is the table on fire? What's it, up? Not everybody knows what snowboarding is, yeah. so we should probably start off with that. Uh, yeah, we probably <laughs> should have started with that. It was twenty minutes ago that yeah. we started. So. Yeah. So snowboarding, um, actually, I love because Julia does our agenda for us, right? She's just so wonderful. So I love that she put a little history in there because that is definitely a show I want to do in the new year is something on the history of, you know, different towns and things like that. But it says that snowboarding is a seasonal lifestyle where individuals often retire, relocate to warmer climates during the winter. Um and, and that is definitely the reason why. I mean, people come here, they just, as you're getting older too, I think what we've seen is lifestyle changes where people want to make life a little bit easier. And I specifically have one in mind where I remember going to their house. It was that 2014 year when we had snow that was eight feet high when we had like piles of snow all over the place and just seeing this man who was like over he was like 75 and he was out there shoveling the path and I was just like oh this is for the birds and I wonder if that's yeah. where it came from I don't know Look at that that was sort of ingenious of I me. think it's because <laughs> I think it's because they like migrate yeah, they migrate. Yeah. yeah, so birds. And that's what they were doing. They were snowboarding. They were like, we're just, we're selling this big house. We don't need it anymore. We're right-sizing into the right size for us right now. And we're going to have a place down in Florida and we're going to have a place here. Now, um, one of the things that Mia, that you said that I find really interesting is that you have a lot of rentals down there that are like, you know, long-term. So what ends up happening to those in the summer, I wonder? Um, they rent them out. They rent them out to people that don't want the commitment of a house anymore. 
So they'll do long term, so like a full year. So like if I wanted to go down there for six months, and by the way, I do, but I can't right now. But if I wanted to go down there for six months, you could rent it. Or even like I see a lot of people do one month, two month, whatever. So then the additional 10 months, let's just say I wanted to rent it for two months. Then they find someone who was willing to rent it for 10 months or they Uh do it month by month. Um, it all depends. Usually, if you're, you come down and you rent for a couple months and you go, oh, I really like this, so you maybe look for something. So if you're going to come down like for two months, um, three months, there'll be somebody else that will rent it at a lower price, okay, because it's summer, <clears throat> summer and all the other people, you know. It, so there's, there's kind of like two different prices, there's like a seasonal price and then there's a regular price and there's enough people that want to just come down and try it or they come down you know and spend their three months and then the people that own it will then rent it for the rest of the year at you know because there's traveling nurses down here there's um, you know, all kinds of people that come down for work for a couple months. Mm-hmm. So it is at a, a much lower price that that they will rent, you know, to get the people in because you're renting it for like 10 months, nine months, maybe six months. Mm-hmm. But it's usually the people that that come as snowbirds, they try it for six months and then they come down and buy something and then they rent it to somebody else when they're not here. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's sort of, I mean, my thought process, Mark and I were actually going to, we were thinking about buying something in the Fort Myers area right before they had that big storm. And we were down there looking around at different, and my thought was, Mark and I are not on the same page with this. That's why we're not going forward because he wants a single family house and I would prefer just to have like sort of a condo that has like amenities in it. And what I found when I was down there is that a lot of those you know, a lot of those condo developments didn't allow like short term rentals. It had to be like family members. It had to be things like that. The reason I wanted it was more personal because I wanted to be able to say to my agents at Boston Connect Real Estate, hey, here's a week, you know, pick a week that you want to take you and your family. Like, I'm not going to charge you to stay there. You can just pay like, I'm sure they have like services that come and clean and do that type of stuff, like whatever. Like you just pay the $500 or whatever to clean after you're done. So that's why I wanted to do that. But um, I didn't end up doing it. And I'm glad because there is no Fort Myers Beach anymore. But you know what? As far as a condo, um, if you have to weed them out, there are there are condos where you cannot rent them at all. But then there's condos where you can rent after the first year or after the second year. Yeah, I mean, there's enough condos down here that yes, it would like um, you know your supply would be a lot less. But they're still down here. Um, and so that, you know, that's what a lot of people do. And as far as a single family, um, you know, that would, uh, it would be not harder, but it would be a much higher rent yeah. um, to get for somebody. Well, I would think, in, in again, this is just because I have a lot of friends that still live in Florida. Like, a lot of those single-family homes are really, like, in these little communities. So, you're paying HOA fees and stuff like that. So, they will still have, like, a lot of them still have sort of the um, regulations and stuff. So, you would have to go through those documents as well to make sure that you can rent those out, correct? 
Um, yes, and those HOA um, fees can add up plus your mortgage on your house or even if you don't have a mortgage. But there's nice little communities that I love and they're like one story and there's like maybe 50, 60 little. They're kind of like cluster houses, but they're still um, considered condos. Mm. Like I live in an area where the golf course is in the back. Yeah. Which is really nice. And, um, you know, so you can do that part time. And then people just close them up sometimes. Um, that was what I was wondering is, you know, if you have such a, you know, if if you have a lot of snowbirds and let's just say that they own and then they decide to close up, you know, I guess it would be the same thing here because they're closing up around here for two months, but so is everybody else. Everybody's inside, so no one notices. I wondered if you had, like, this feeling of abandonment, like, down there, like, where you can clearly tell, like, oh, the snowbird has went back north. I don't think so. I mean, it's not like every, it's not like a complex closes down. It's like, yeah. you know, people cover their cars and and um, there's there's um, several people, Canadians, that come down here and they live down here six months and then um, they have a neighbor or they have a management company. Yeah, you know, I bet you that's big, right? It. Management companies must be big down there, right? For people um, to take are. care of it. Yeah, that's what they I are. would guess. Yeah. They're, so, you know, they take care of it. And um, there's, believe me, I wish I would have bought there and I asked my broker when I moved here I said well what do you think of that area she goes well, I don't know and that area has turned around <laughs> like not mm-hmm. turned around but it's people start put it's it's like half a mile from the beach and so you can still get some properties there um and those uh you can do a couple things those are um duplexes fourplexes but Sometimes there's some single families on there and you can live there for a while and, you know, get some equity in there. And then the lots are actually zoned duplex. Mm-hmm. So you could take in, you know, all depends on your situation or you could come down for six months over and over. And then when you finally move down here, you know, um, build or, you know, go in with some people and, and build a, a duplex and rent out half of it. And mm-hmm. That's what people do a lot also is they buy duplex and rent out one half and then just keep the other for themselves. And when they come down, they open it up. Because yeah, I can imagine that um, having Airbnb down there would be a year-round thing. Because I remember when I was younger, like a bunch of us went, all my friends from Dorchester, we went to Fort Lauderdale. Um, I don't know what they were thinking written to us. I mean, we didn't destroy it or anything, but we were really young. So, But Mia, I um, just want to make sure that if I have any listeners here, again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Sharon McNamara. I'm the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. I'm happy to have all of our listeners here with us this morning. We're live. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. And uh, I can't... <clears throat> And I have Melissa next to me. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm <Melissa>. joking. <laughs> um, I have Melissa Wallace with me. She is my sidekick. Uh, she is our everything here at Boston Connect Real Estate. That's why her name tag on her door says Melissa Wallace, our everything. Um, but if you are listening and you have any questions for us or any of uh, some people I have sort of remotely waiting that are in some warmer climates, and I have a couple, I'm going to shift gears in a second to somebody who's not in a warmer climate. You can call us at the studio and Tim will uh, transfer you over to us, 781 837 
781-837-4900. Again, that number is 781-837-4900. So if you are a snowbirder, you're thinking about snowbirding, because I think a lot of our snowbirds leave right after December 25th. They're on the road and they're going. And in fact, last night, do you know what I did last night? Did I tell you? No. So oh, last to, night, yeah. yeah, I went out to, well, I, I was invited. I'm just going to tell this story real quick, and then I'm going to shift gears over to Megan, who's in uh, Long Island. Um, but last night, I had one of our clients. I sold a house for them, helped them purchase a house. They're actually looking again, so we'll be selling their place and helping them buy another place. Um, they've referred me so many people. They're just wonderful, wonderful people and friends. They uh, referred us to their next-door neighbors, who they're in a townhouse, and we closed on that a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and uh, they were having a going away party for them last night at their at their condo so they came back and we were able to you know hang out with all of them they're moving to Tennessee so that's what they decided to do nice. so and I felt bad because they're moving to Chattanooga and um when we're on Clubhouse, we all refer different people to each other, but they already had their agent before they actually called me, and so that's why I didn't get that opportunity to do that. But they said for very similar reasons. Some of their reasons were political as well, which was interesting. You know what I mean? Just, you know, they just want a quieter pace of life as well. So mm-hmm. um, so if you have any questions, again, 781-837-4900. Of course, it doesn't have to be about this topic. Any topic will uh, we can answer that has to do with real estate. Um, and I have a bunch of people from around the country that are listening to us. So, Megan, are you with us? Megan Gardner. Good morning from Long Island, New York. Yeah, there's I'm Long here. Island, New York. Yep. And no, so again, with my words, right? I just always feel like love, and it's interesting because Megan, tell everybody how you um, and every time you do a clubhouse room, how you always end it. Like your ta- this is her tagline. You're gonna love it. So I always close out our our clubhouse rooms wishing everyone peace love and real estate you see and can't you hear it in her voice yeah. you're and like real estate <laughs> yeah you can so megan tell my listeners um a little bit about you and where you are now of course you're not you're not really you're not in an area where anyone's going to leave you know new england to go for a warmer place but i am curious to see what you have going on in your area in the summertime because i bet you that there you do see a lot of transition around there for even just like weekly rentals and things so tell our listeners a little bit about you the areas you serve and all that great stuff okay great so this is megan gardner i'm coming to you from long island new york I'm located in a town known as Bayshore. It is on the south shore of Long Island, just like you on the south shore. And it's about, if you picture Long Island from west to east, New York City's on the west, and Montauk is at the end on the east, and I'm just smack dab in the middle. So it is a great place to be sandwiched. Mm. Um, I serve all over Long Island, but generally the central uh, south shore area of Long Island. We're located on the Great South Bay, I am like three or four minutes to Robert Moses Beach to the Atlantic Ocean. So correct. In the summer, um, people always say, where do you, you know, where's your house? Where's your summer house? Where do you go in the summer? Like you couldn't pay me to leave. (laughs) Summer, like I live in my, I live in my summer fantasy place. So that's a great thing. But that being said, Sharon, we have a ton of people who snowbird in Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, I live in a condo development. And the majority of them, after New Year's, all head down to Florida. Uh, mostly the East Coast, um, definitely starting to see more West Coast of Florida, but definitely the East Coast, Boynton Beach, Boca, mm. um, 
Fort Lauderdale area, tell me, I'll send them to say hi to you, Yeah, that general area. So um, what we're seeing right now is, or what I love, because I, I live in, I love to serve people who are moving into condos. What happens is they, they're going to, they've, they've lived their life in their house. They've raised their children or they've lived the time that they want to be in their, their large home or their house. And now it's time for them to downsize or what we call right size. Mm-hmm. And they're going to they're going to sell their home, and then they're going to purchase a condo here, and then they're also going to get their Florida place. Mm-hmm. So their condo is kind of their January through April, and then um, sorry, their Florida place is January through April, and the condo is the rest. So for the summer period, they'll come back up north. Now, Megan, are you seeing probably very similar to what I'm seeing? Um, and again, I will never bring politics to anything on my radio show because, like, listen, I, 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 I just don't. But I did. I do know that a lot of people were flocking Massachusetts at one point, and they were heading to Florida. Um, and I think that that had a lot to do with maybe not even politics, but just like tax purposes. So we see that a lot because, of course, I'm sure you've all heard where like our nickname is Taxachusetts, not Massachusetts. So a lot of people were going down to Florida. You know, they they end up doing, hey, I'm going to try it for like I'm going to rent for a month and then I'm going to. OK, now I'm going to buy a place and I'm going to stay here for a couple of months and then. They're like, all right, I really like it. I can deal with it. I'm going to stay six months in one day. So it's then their primary residence. And one of the interesting things you said, so this is a twofold for you, is it's interesting because you're saying that you're seeing people from Long Island that are going on to the west, um, the east coast, where we're certainly more, I feel like everybody leaving here ends up on the west coast. So like Naples, Fort Myers, Clearwater, like that whole side. But I just, that's just a interesting thing that I picked up. So... I don't remember my first question. Hopefully you do. <laughs> so I do, and I'm, pl- I'm giving a plug for the West Coast because I absolutely love the West Coast as well. I mean, seriously, like put me on any coast, I'd be happy for mm-hmm. sure. But there's there's much to be desired about. Sandoval, Captiva, Myers, mm. Naples. I mean, yep. we, went, we were down in St. Petersburg all getting together. That blew me away. I had no idea. St. Petersburg is off the hook coming alive it was you could feel the excitement just being there mm-hmm. um yeah so that being said you were asking about just in general numbers of people leaving long island mm-hmm. and going to florida and i have to say yes and that is still continuing mm-hmm. um there was a I, I would say back in 2019 maybe even a little bit before the listen we all feel like the pandemic changed everything yeah um, but even before that, New Yorkers were starting to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it was political. Mm-hmm. We don't have to get into it, but it, there were just people who didn't agree with, with some rules that were put in place for children and schools. And so they decided to mm-hmm. to uh, set up shop elsewhere, for yeah. lack of a better term. Yeah. The pandemic came and absolutely people decided to flee New York. Um, one is they didn't want to be in populated areas. Mm-hmm. And like Mia had mentioned earlier, the possibility of working remotely opened up the world to them. So there was kind of a pent up demand of people who always wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. Now they logistically could and they felt like it was a better choice for for their how they wanted to live for their Mm -hmm. lifestyle. Um, And yes, we are continuing to see 
we are continuing to see, unfortunately, New Yorkers and Long Islanders leave just due to, you know, things like, you know, they're, they ban gas. You can't have gas stoves after a certain Oh, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that. So people just, for whatever reason, decide that's not a choice for them. I also um, heard they're trying to, to get rid of, um, not to interrupt you, but like you brought yeah. me there. Uh, they, you know, they also, I heard that they were banned, they were trying to ban, um, you know, like brick oven pizzas, like the, like fire, like the wood fire. They're trying to do that in Massachusetts as well. And I thought, how can you do that? Like, what will the North End do if I can't have like a brick oven pizza? I don't know. <laughs> what would they yeah. do without your, what would they do without my, <laughs> without me paying for all that pizza? So, um, I think that would be. That would be a tough one to pass on Long Island. You know, we love our pizza. Yeah, We absolutely. love our brick oven. So mm. uh, just like up in, you know, near you in Pembroke, Mm-hmm. That would definitely be a tough one, I think, to get past. Yeah, it's in- interesting too. So I'm actually glad that I had asked you exactly, like, and you pinpointed exactly where you are because it's extremely interesting where you're located on Long Island. For me, you're very similar because we're literally probably in the middle of where Bo- from Boston to Cape Cod, so where okay. everybody is going to, you know, the Cape and the islands and everything. So we have all of that. So um, one other question for you, because then I want to skip over to Rue, who is in the middle of. Uh, uh, the state at Flor- in Florida is so let me are you seeing a lot of people like I know like around here it was actually one of our dreams too right like we'd love to have a cape house we would love that you know and I just have visions of you know my kids getting older and bringing their families and stuff like that so do you work with a lot of people that are like hey Megan if you get the opportunity and you see any beach homes like that's what my what I'm looking for so those must be vacant in the summer and in, in the winter so yes there's definitely a huge turnover or a huge demand for beach homes homes at the beach we actually have a barrier beach just south of where i am it's called fire island it's made up of several different towns no cars are allowed on the island do you have places like that on the cape uh yeah so we have i mean right here in plymouth we have certain areas too well for the majority cars aren't allowed on our beaches so it's the opposite for us so there are certain areas where you can bring it's um called Sequish. so okay. it's right near plymouth so okay. um everyone's heard of plymouth rock don't waste your money to go see it um i'll send you a picture but it's, oh that was on my list okay. yeah don't oh, bother yeah, no, don't. i mean you should definitely come see it because you'll yeah. see me but like yeah. and the rest of plymouth it's a lovely town but yeah the it is a lovely, yes. a lovely yes, town yes, but yes. the rock is disappointing yeah, yeah it's a little <laughs> I've been up up there a few times. Everyone, uh, all of my close college friends, they all live up near outside of Boston. I'm the only one here on Long Island. So whenever I can, I try and get up there and go. Perfect. We'll see you soon. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see you in the summertime. We'll we'll show you around Plymouth. Yeah. We'll have a little boat ride, too. Like, that's what we'll do. I would love that. Oh, gosh, the Cape. Just gorgeous. Perfect. All right, Megan, I don't want you to go anywhere, and I'm hoping... I can't really see my phone from where I am, my other phone that has the clubhouse on it, so I hope that um, um, Mia doesn't go away either, because at the end of the show, I want to definitely leave a few minutes so all of my guests uh, get an opportunity to give their information, because, you know, maybe somebody can't get a home down the Cape. It's really difficult you know to find one maybe yeah. they can I mean, you know go to long here. island same here it's yeah. tough uh seasonal rentals at the beach um 
getting homes, waterfront homes, they're in demand. There's not a huge supply, so, so yeah. very similar. Well, the, sure. the Cape and the islands, they're they're not that big, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, and I feel like when you get a Cape house or you get, get a house on the islands, it's more of like the tease for when mm-hmm. you decide to go down south. So it's even the Carolinas, like some places mm-hmm. like that where you like, let's try a Cape house for a little while, (laughs) you know, like, because they do have, you know, similar situations like you, where you have kids and you're hoping that, you know, one day that they can bring their families Uh and it might be a little bit easier to get down the Cape now than it is to go to Florida or somewhere down South. So traveling. If I took off for six months, I saw Mary come in the door. Would you guys like take care of everything if I went down there? (laughs) I think we've already told you yes. So like, I don't know what the problem is, but, um, but yeah, that's what I want to do. But um, Megan, actually, you said, is it Montauk? How do you say Montauk? Okay, so Montauk is my favorite, favorite go-to place. I'm about a two to two and a half hour drive or sooner if there's no traffic and I can fly um, to get out there. It's the end of Long Island. That's why they call it Montauk is the end. The energy out there. Once you hit a town called Amagansett, the energy just totally takes a dive. It's chill, relaxed. It's a big boating area too, right? Lots of boating, yeah. fishing, surfing. Um, there's a famous beach called Ditch Plains where surfers go. It's just like you're there, you're in this other world. It feels like you left Long Island and you're in some magical place. That's awesome. That's um, how I feel I'm when sure I go to the vineyard. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure there are places off the Cape or the vineyard, or I, I bet you people feel like that about Nantucket. Yep. Um, it's just this, this magical, wonderful place. And it's just great that here on Long Island, we can get there quickly. We can hop in our car and be there. Mm-hmm. relatively quickly like fire island that i was mentioning before which is uh, a lot of people from new york city will come out mm-hmm. and drive out but you have to take a ferry to get there yeah like you can't drive your car over you got to park your ferry schlep all your stuff mm-hmm. so it's a whole thing it sort of sounds um, like um p-town for us it. yeah yes exactly yeah yeah i love p-town it's one of my favorite places on earth probably yeah probably similar i think did you ever watch the affair i think the the, the show yes. the yeah the the affair was in montauk right i think yeah. i think it was Although, filmed i think they, they it was set in montauk um i think they filmed all around the place yeah mm. um and I then know. i don't know if anybody watches bravo but summer house yeah uh, <laughs> oh i did see that actually i saw That's one episode one time yeah right? <laughs> So we, got, we have a few movie sets going on here. Well, what I'm going to do is I know my cousin uh, this year, my cousin also has a boat. So we're at the same marina and he went to Montauk. But um, our summer, we we didn't do a lot of traveling this past summer. But um, I'm definitely putting that on my list for next year. And uh, you're going to have to come out and stay uh, a couple nights with us on the boat. So I'd love to. Yeah. And then now I want to um, switch gears. So please stay tuned because, um, Megan, I want to definitely make sure you get your, your information out there. And I'm, I'm going to try to go quickly because I, I do want to talk to everyone on stage that uh, was able to come so i have one of my other favorite people is rue rue are you with us i am with you oh you still have your cold huh oh it's just she just wants to hang on forever she apparently likes the warmer weather (laughs) (laughs) yes absolutely so rue is just one of those people and um she just um it's like my my eyes sparkle when I talk to Rue, and again, everybody has a fe- a feeling when I talk to them. Does it? Does that happen to everyone, Mel? Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I get feelings. <laughs> 
Some are good, some are bad. So sometimes I have feelings. Yeah, <laughs> believe me, sure. some of my some of mine are bad too. And the, those thoughts I can't say on the sh- on the radio right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but before I have Rue introduce herself, I just want to let our WATD listeners know you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Sharon McMara. I am the broker owner, and I will say proud broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. We are located in Pembroke Center. Um, so if you're ever in the area, you want to see what our studio looks like, come on by. We're right across the street from Stop and Shop uh, and CVS, and we would love to have you in our home because this is a place that we call home and um i have my sidekick with me today melissa wallace she's here and my team member uh mary baker she's my team member and partner mary baker uh not baker mary horton now that she's married uh we were out together last night and she is in the room waiting for a new buyer client to come in so she can do a buyer uh presentation to them and teach them all about the home buying process so if you are listening and if you are thinking about buying or selling a home and you would like a consultation, I think you should always start there because there's a lot to learn. Uh, feel free to give us a call and you can call me at the office, 781-826-8000. Of course, you can text me, 781-294-4848. So I'm going to hop on over. Rue, if you could introduce yourself and where you're located and what you're seeing for snowbirds and maybe you're not. So tell us, because you're in the most magical part of uh, Florida. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) So um, my name is Ruth Clares. I'm a realtor here in Orlando, Florida. Um, I serve the greater central Florida area, which includes um, a place called Kissimmee. And that is the home of the most magical place on earth. Well, Disney World. Mm. And um, we have uh, in... Right now it's raining, which is our snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm, uh, it's, it's apparently it's supposed to rain all day, which I'm not exactly thrilled about. But in Florida, there are certain areas that have more of an influx than others. However, what happens here, people who love Disney, um, they have been known to purchase homes here, get an annual pass to the parks, and come here whenever they like. Christmas time tends to be a pretty um, active visiting time for us. Um, We have a a lot of folks that specifically come to go to the um, very Mickey Christmas and all the activities in, uh, in Disney. And um, their their various parks. I know that uh, there's other theme parks that kind of capitalize on that as well. But Disney usually is the main draw. And as far as snowboarding, there there are quite a few people that, because of the Disney draw, uh, live in the Central Florida um, area, so that they have that ability to escape the cold. I think more of the snowboarding tends to happen after Thanksgiving here and then goes into the March area. There are some people that divide their time exactly in half, and then we have many people that come from, um, historically come from Canada, um, and they are allowed to have just under six months' time out of uh, country uh, before they have an impact on their um, health benefits. So. A lot of times they'll come here, uh, you know, right right after Halloween or right before Halloween to take advantage of some of those uh, 
theme park uh, goodness as well. And then they'll stick it through until like the March area so they can, you know, just escape some of those those temperatures. It's so interesting that you said that about the whole like, um, you know, Disney and, and, you know, getting a house there and doing the Disney like vacation package thing. Um, Because I as soon as you said that, I was like, I know two people that live here that have, you know, Disney passes that just, they'll fly down. Like, if the flight is at a certain point, they're like, oh, yeah, well, I'll just fly down for the weekend. Ugh. and sit. <laughs> I know, Sharon does not oh, yeah. like Disney. Ugh. But I did, as soon as you said that, I didn't even, like, realize that. I've always just been like, oh, that's great for them. But, like, they will literally drop everything and be like, yeah, I'm just going to go to Disney for the weekend. <laughs> I'm like, cool, okay. I have a client. Yeah, and sorry she, to jump in. Oops, sorry. Oh, sorry. I had a client that, like, her whole entire, she had a whole entire room about Disney. What were you going to say, Meg? Oh, yeah. We, I have... <laughs> friends who are disney day trippers seriously they will get on a plane yeah from macarthur airport at 3 30 a.m they will land oh in Orlando. God. they will crush it all day at disney they'll take you know like an <sighs> 8 p.m flight home and like they did it <sighs> that is legit <laughs> that's legit. sharon's worst nightmare <laughs> see that's what we call down here the disney death march <laughs> and, and the reason I uh, and i gosh. think I might be the only one that came up with that phrase, but the reason is you get here the minute or you, when you're here, either way, you walk through the gates the minute the theme park opens and you stay there until it closes. Yeah. I have no idea what that bell was for. Oh, so the but, bell lets us know that there's 10 minutes left in our show. That's, oh, that's Tim like, from, the, from the studio keeping us yeah, on I'm, track. I'm pushing the buttons. Don't, don't mind me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, so you're out dead tired and then you, you go home. So that, that's how we work it down here. It sounds horrible. I'm sorry. It just it, It's just horrible. I, I would rather do anything than to go <laughs> to Disney. Such, you're such a brat. I've never been to Disney, but I don't think you can do the whole thing in one day. That just, that seems crazy. No, God, you need no, it like at no. least maybe three days. I don't know. No, oh, well, do, no. to do all the parks, yeah. Right, yeah. Just hope. Mm. It's more like five because there's four parks. You can okay. do Animal Kingdom in half a day. Yeah. Okay. A day ish, so you might get it to four, but that's what the death march is all about. (laughs) So, Rue, let me switch gears on that because, like, it makes me want to like. (laughs) But uh, so, my question is: one, how many people say "kissing me" wrong? Because I always thought it was "kissing me." (laughs) It's not many. Kissing many. It's it's, yeah. My dad, when we first came to Disney, he called it "kissing me." Kissing me. I like that better. And what is it? um, it's kiss me, kiss, kiss me. Kiss me. I can't say it now. Kiss me, <laughs> kiss on me, kiss me, or something yeah. like that. Kiss mm. me. Wait, kiss an Italian me. didn't name that place. I thought for sure it was someone who said kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. There you go. Kiss me, my love. We used to have a, a major Indian um, population, so a lot of our towns, rivers, um, streets, counties are named after. Um, certain Indian names. Mm. So, uh, Kissimmee, um, and then we have Seminole County, uh, Okeechobee. Um, sometimes you can't look at the words. Um, it's Altamont Springs, not Altamonte. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Too much. All right. So, other than going to your area, what else can you do? Because 
you know, there, there's probably a lot of people who are listening right now that are very similar to me. And I just don't like rides. I don't like rides. I don't like crowds. Like, my sensory just goes into overload. My empathy, freaking spidey senses, like, they, I just can't, can't yeah. I just can't handle it. Um, so, what else can you do in your area if people don't want to, you know, do that type of stuff? Well, we have, um, we have a number of um, different museums. We have art museums. We have um, sculptured gardens. Um, Polisac is one of those. It's a family-owned uh, garden. We have Lou Gardens, um, which is uh, you know a, a beautiful open air space. They'll do uh, wine and movies uh, during the summer. We also have a downtown band shell where they'll they'll have Shakespeare in the park. You know, there's uh, we have the Dr. Phillips PAC where you can go to different theater productions. Uh, we also have the Amway Arena uh, where you know we have uh, basketball, um, hockey. We also have a soccer team. So there's a lot of different activities that you can do that don't include the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and give you a little different way to put, yeah. uh, but a lot of know, people do also, like the mouse. I mean, I, I'm such a terrible person. It's oh just, no, you're fine. It's just weird we because also, you walk through there and it's like not a piece of trash on the ground, and it's like, hmm, oh yeah, that's the point. That. I know, I yep, get it. It's a magical magic. place. I know. Um, and we also do a ton, a ton of art um, uh, fairs. And fair is the wrong word, but we have people come from all over to festivals where we will have um major art festivals in numerous cities mm-hmm. uh, mount dora winter park is a big one disney does have an art mm-hmm. um in their downtown area which is um more of a shopping area than anything else i like Epcot. Um, uh, yes Epcot mm-hmm. is is uh the wine the food and wine festival but yeah when is um, that is well, do you know when here. that is it, 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 I think we just missed it. It uh-huh. was um, the September. They try to do things like that during the, the slow time. September oh, yeah. and May yeah. are the slowest months I'll in put um, that on my Disney. Calendar. Well, I will be visiting you in February. So oh, I will I'm be excited. down there. Yeah, I'll be down there the end of February because I'm going to a conference. So I'll It'll certainly... Be cold then. It will be. Uh, well, cold for yeah. you and cold for me. It's relative, my dear. So, <laughs> this is a true statement. Yes. Um, so I only have five minutes left, if you can believe that. So we can certainly, um, you know, talk to other people as well. But uh, I want to leave some time when we have just two minutes left. It's going to be fast and furious. I'm going to have everybody give their name and their phone number so my listeners can get in touch. And we're going to write them down and make sure that they get out uh, to everybody, too. Uh, Anna, um, I want to talk to you real quick, too, because I'm just curious. Um in a fast and furious way are you seeing because you're in pennsylvania so first tell everybody about you know who you are where you service and are you seeing the same thing that megan and i see with people leaving to go to a warmer climate hey good morning yes absolutely that's always been a trend where i'm here in chester county pennsylvania we're about 40 minutes west of philly and so that's always been a trend, uh, not just for the warm weather and the snowbirding. They don't necessarily sell their homes here. People here tend to have second homes at the Jersey Shore, uh, oh. Delaware, and Delaware Beach. And uh, for tax purposes uh, and for political purposes, they uh-huh. do like to six months and, as you said, one day uh, spend their time in Florida so that they can, you know, be considered a resident there and then file their taxes as such. 
um, I actually had my first Floridian uh, buyer coming here and selling their big, beautiful home in Florida to come here to live on the main line. But that's more of a anomaly. Mm-hmm. Um, their daughter <coughs> is going is a student now at Villanova. Mm-hmm. So and their only child, and I guess they're just you know following her. I don't know how their child feels about this. Yeah, but, I know. yeah. Like, it, please, it is, seriously, mom. <laughs> for sure, it is. It is absolutely the outlier. And as far as buying them as investments, no, I would say they're more legacy building. Mm-hmm. Those prop, they're not terribly concerned. <clears throat> about Airbnb and short term and what the rules are there. They if they do quote unquote rent it out, it's it's person to person, friends, family, yeah. things of that nature. So they're not really looking to be concerned about um, you know, the the rental part. The property management, yes, but not is this also an investment. Now that's been historically because when rates were lower, when the values mm-hmm. were lower, you could easily pick up a, a second home and, and create that investment earlier in your house journeying and, and owning property. Now, they would like it to be able to be more short term. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've been in Megan, I was there too in St. Pete's with you. John and I go to St. Pete's. We've been going for the last four years. We said it the first year we should buy here. Uh, my accountant's been really you know, <laughs> trying to get me to do that uh, since four years ago, and we were too slow to move, right? So here we are now, like, oh, we missed that opportunity. Yeah. So we only have the two minutes left, but I did have a question. Well, I wanted to make a statement, but I just want to let our other uh, people on our stage too. Is we can actually continue next week, Mel? Just because yeah. um, you know, oh, next uh, week actually, yeah, going I'm gonna, here. yeah. Well, we have Christmas and everything, but I do want to continue. Maybe we could do Tuesday night. Want to do that? I don't know who you have on, but just tell I them I Kristen, bumped her. Well, so Kristen, Kristen, I'll tell Kristen I bumped her. Maybe we can continue Tuesday night because I'd love to introduce you know my listeners and our listenership to all the people, a wonderful, wonderful people that I know around the country and if you are a regular listener here on WATD you know that I don't bring people onto my show that I don't have true confidence in myself so if I was going to be buying in any of these areas in the you know in the United States it would be with one of these wonderful wonderful people that I've brought on stage with you today um, one of the things um, Anna that I, I I remember looking at colleges and we went to Villanova um, but you know what really what school I really love down there is St. Joseph's so that was like one of my favorites down there. Might be a Catholic school thing. This is the end of my show. So real quick, Rue, your phone number? 407-493-5615. Okay, she is from Orlando. Anna, your phone number? Uh, Anna10k.com. You can get all my contact there. Perfect. And we have Megan in Long Island. 631-255-3878. And I'm the Mr. Rogers music. Yes, and Mia... Hi, uh, Mia Zoll, and my phone number is 941-685-8808. Perfect. And if you missed any of those numbers, I am I promise you, you can always get them with me, 781-826-8000. You can go to bostonconnect.com and find all of our information in our past shows at talkrealestateroundtable.com. And Melissa, thank you. Tim, thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and we'll see you on Tuesday, everybody. Thanks, everybody, on Clubhouse. I appreciate you. Have a great day. live in a neighborhood with you.